Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, wide, beautiful Dragula Lost world <laughs> of Nintendo. I'm James Matsumanta Magno. And I am Michael ADK Rivette. <laughs> Bad. How do you pronounce it? Is it Dragalia Lost? Drag- Dragalia. Dragalia Lost world. Yeah, Dragalia Lost. Like dragon. Dragalia. Dragalia. I can't wait to talk about it later in the in the yeah, pod. Yeah, I'm excited to chat. Uh, we got a, a couple good things to chat about, that's for sure. Yeah, well, I don't want to miss anything. No time to waste. Let's just jump into the news, Michael. I am ready because Sony did something amazing this week. Well, it is amazing. And in fact, I believe the pigs are flying. Hell has frozen over. The sky is falling because there is no way this would happen in any other world. Sony is now getting on board with crossplay. Woo! Fire Crazy. shot. Pop, pop, pop. Fireworks. Craziness. It was said that following a comprehensive evaluation process, Sony has identified a path towards supporting cross-platform features for select third-party content. Even their statement about allowing crossplay sounds like the biggest bunch of jerks like it's just the snootiest oh like oh following a comprehend no you got pressured because all of your players are probably like jumping shit because you're just a bunch of turds over there and now you try to make like save face in the way the best way you can it's such a joke so sony is saying that their open beta is going to be beginning september 26 and it's only for fortnite and it's going to allow for crossplay with playstation 4 Android, iOS, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, and Mac operating systems. They also say we are now in the planning process across the organization to support this change. They basically were like, oh crap, we will update the community once we have more details to share, including more specifics regarding the beta timeframe. So it's it's supposed to be like, this is just the beta. They're trying it. I don't know. This this whole crossplay is such a new world to us. We don't know what's going to happen. So that they're like, they don't even want to say how long they're doing this for. And they don't even want to say if there's any other games that are going to be crossplay. Right now, the power of Fortnite has has changed them. It has broken Sony. It has compelled them to it bring the cross. Them. <laughs> uh, it, it's very strange. I mean, if Nintendo can do it, anyone can do it. That is what we know. Uh, and it's strange to me that it's only Fortnite compared to allowing other games to get on board with this that are clearly doing. I understand why it'd be Fortnite because it's the biggest and they that's the, the motivation after it came out on the Switch. But why not Overwatch? Why not Rocket League? Why not Paladins? You know, wh- why not these other games? Why not every game? Why, Minecraft? Why not Minecraft? They still got to get that on board. Mm-hmm. So it obviously is like, oh, they're working with with uh the the team at epic epic to bring you know the fortnite stuff which is good i'll be really interested to see how long it takes them to bring minecraft support because as you know minecraft is a technically a a microsoft property Mm -hmm. but uh you know it's one of the other largest games in the world so i'll be it'll be something to follow to see what this beta timeline i'm also intrigued if we have any listeners that have a ps4 i don't have one 
how it works. So do you have to install like a separate version of Fortnite? Like, do you get to carry over everything? Like they say you do, but like, how does that process working? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like, it's the game and we're calling it a beta. So like, did Fortnite like go back into beta or something? I don't quite understand. Yeah, that's Very actually weird. pretty interesting. Like how... What do you do now? Like, what's got to change on their end to allow this to happen? You know, so I'm I'm really interested. If anybody on PlayStation is playing Fortnite and now enjoying crossplay, you got to let us know. Like, what did you see different? What what has changed? Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Well, talking about online things, one of the <laughs> big kind of mysteries in the air is when the Nintendo uh, Switch Online uh, went online. When the Nintendo Switch Online went online a few weeks ago, uh, was about cloud saves and what happens if your subscription lapses. Are you going to be able to get those cloud saves back? We still don't even know how to get all of our stuff into the cloud save system. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we can't even get it there, let alone back. So there was rumors that kind of speculated early on that like, oh, no, if it lapses, all your cloud saves are deleted. Nintendo says, no, 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 no. We just forgot to tell you what we were doing (laughs) because they didn't know. They like they like to listen. They like to see what they can they can do. So they are actually going to give all subscribers, every user, if your subscription lapses or you cancel, you have a full 180 days. That is almost a half a year almost <laughs> almost half a year uh to resubscribe and you'll get all of the cloud back so it won't be deleted it'll all be saved for basically six months uh, which is pretty great i think that's the right move and uh yeah i like it i like yeah, it and i believe that's what sony does with their online as well so anybody that has you know we were both nerded like worried about it i mean i think if if you miss a day and poof, everything's gone, that's kind of troublesome. But knowing you have a six-month buffer, uh, they did say you don't have access to it, obviously. You can't just keep going up there and doing stuff. It's basically locked off from you. You just won't lose it. So if in that six months you decide to jump back in, go back, start paying again, all your stuff is there. So I think that's great. Six months, you got plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time. Just keep giving them. It's $20 for a year. Just give them the money. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up is a game that's actually coming out this week. So kind of, I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but this is something to be very much aware of. Uh, if you are looking to pick up Super Mario Party this week, uh, this is a game that we have both been very excited about because the trailers look good. All the mini games are brand new. This weird mode of putting switches together seems mm. really cool. Uh, However, there are some really weird quirks with Super Mario Party. First is that it does not support the pro controller at all. No pro controller support for anything, which I kind of get because the mini games probably need the HD rumble and things. I'm not too mad at that. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. I can get it. I can understand that one. The next one is mind boggling. It does not support portable mode at all, apparently. I don't get it. Quite sure how that undocked game where you put your switches next to each other. Maybe it's like a different mode that does support it, but like the main game doesn't support it. Seems seems like an issue. Seems like a problem. I mean, I don't know a third party developer that, you know, dare be like, I don't support this and this. But to get even crazier, Michael, if you could take it a step further, Michael. 
The main game of Super Mario Party, as we know, is a board game where you got the dice and you do the things you do. The mini game that is not supported for online mode at all. Which is, again, super unfortunate. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, what, how do you play this game in multi? Like, how do you do it? It's, is it only count? Why even have an online mode? I don't get it. I'm yeah, so I don't understand why you would do that. I mean, so my understanding is the portable, what they're calling portable is handheld. You know, you have the screen and the two Joy-Cons locked in. That's portable. But if you you always have to have it in tabletop mode to play it, which okay, but now you're starting to get away from what the promise of the switch was, and that's the real rub of this, right? So if you're starting to already say, okay, well this isn't supported, okay, fine, all right, I can't use my pro controller, but now you also have to play it a certain way. You have to. There is no handheld. Okay, well now you're you're start. Why not just make a, a a console? Why not just make something that sits in a living room and that is what it is? You know, it's one game that's doing this. But what if we start seeing more and more and more games that are now locking you to a certain play style? Does that kind of ruin all of the promise of what the Switch originally was saying? Is that kind of ruining what we were being told? Yeah, because because for me, so I I guess you did correct me a little bit. Is that you can play it in tabletop mode and disconnect the Joy Con, so I could go over your house. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's how that portable it can be moved, but it's just confusing because if it says that on the package, I'm gonna read that incorrect. I even thought about it incorrect when they announced this, and but even still, I, I to me it's like the game should be smart enough to know like oh if there are mini games that require the Joy Con to be separate then just don't let me play those and like put me mm. in some other mode. Cause if I'm on an airplane where everything's supposed to be in airplane mode, technically, then I'm not going to be able to play it. So I, I don't know that to me seems like uh, an issue just in general of me on an airplane trying to play super Mario party where there's obviously going to be games that don't require all the joy con stuff, or I could be wrong. In fact, I, maybe yeah. every single game requires the joy con to be separated. And then I guess, Okay, then I understand the restrictions. I just it well, doesn't sound like they are conveying this information correctly. I, I don't know. I don't I think that it's just an issue. We'll see if this kind of keeps blowing up for other games. A lot of the people that love this may just say, Oh yeah, no, that's exactly how I want to play it, and it's not a problem for me. I just I'm worried if it's like writing on the wall for games coming down the line are we going to start losing functionality because a certain developer is just like no i I just want it to be death you know screen tv mode only yeah yeah that would be i don't know i don't know i don't know but in some good news at least for me because you still haven't played (laughs) the game but a lot of minecraft news has come out recently during minecon earth so what some of the stuff we're going to be getting they broke down they gave us a bunch of details on cool little things that are happening we're all we're getting panda mobs and more cats in the game like sold i'm sold already on this idea so if that wasn't enough they gave us details on the new village and pillage 
expansion that's coming out next year. And this actually sounds really cool. So some of the stuff that's in this new update is that they're going to have new villagers to kind of fill all of the villagers villages that are in the overworld as it is all new npc characters and and if you since you haven't played the villagers are a lot of time just kind of milling about making a lot of noise but you can go up and trade with them so you can say oh i have corn i'm going to give you some of that and you're going to give me something else or i have diamonds you know i give you diamonds you give me whatever and you can use these villagers to, to kind of like build up your supplies so they do have a handy role and each one um they have different things like some are like the blacksmith some are the farmer so they'll have different things from each other um so you're going to have more villagers in the villages and those villagers are going to vary depending on the different biome you're in so that's kind of cool you're also going to have bad villagers which are pillagers and they have beast and they're going to come to the village and attack your village they're going to be using crossbows which is a new weapon in the game you will also be able to craft crossbows now which is pretty cool the crossbow is going to be slower but more powerful than the bow that is in the game now you will also be able to enchant this just like you can enchant the bow and you can make it so that you can reload faster or it can shoot faster. So I'm thinking you may be able to negate sort of the fact that it's slower and have just this, this really great weapon. There's going to be new building materials involved. So you'll have scaffolding and different things like that that you can add to your village, which is always nice. I mean, basically, you can add one different material and the the changes you can see in Minecraft are kind of crazy. People will take, you know, oh, what we have concrete now and then they just go crazy and there's like it <laughs> totally can change a whole village by just adding one new block so i'm really excited to see some of these new materials coming in in addition to that update we they also announced another free update that's going to be coming out later this year this is called inspiration island so Based on what they said, Inspiration Island is a floating theme park world filled with creative challenges. Whether you're new to creative mode or just need a little extra inspiration, a visit here sets you on the path to create your own groundbreaking worlds. By the time you leave the island, you'll be a true blue creator armed with loads of skills to make awesome things. So I don't know what any of that means. I guess you're just going to jump into this thing and get inspiration. <laughs> I don't really know, but I'm, I'm, I'm sold. I, I, I want to be inspired. And that is basically the rest of Minecraft. I have no idea what's happening, what's going on. I'm totally in. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so inspired already. And then they announced a whole new Minecraft game, a whole new Minecraft game called Minecraft Dungeons. And basically this is inspired by a classic dungeon crawler and it looks pretty cool. They gave a little trailer and some of the stuff they said about it is it's an all new action adventure game inspired by classic dungeon crawlers where you're constantly discovering new weapons and items that will help you defeat a ruthless swarm of new and nasty mobs. You'll flight or flee through canyons, swamps, and of course, mines. Oh, Minecraft. You can brave the dungeons alone or team up with friends. Up to four players can battle together through action-packed, treasure-stuffed, wildly varied levels. 
all in an epic quest to save the villagers and take down the evil arch logger, whatever the name is. Uh, this seems like it's just PC right now and coming out in 2019. There's no news or any word on a console release. I, I think that would happen soonish, but I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming they when they say PC, they're talking about the Java and not the Windows 10 version, like the base, you know, bedrock Minecraft. So we shall see. These are all buzz weird words. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I'm not even speaking English right now. When I say <laughs> yeah. stuff Get me people. out of here. Get me out of here. All right. Let, let me let me talk about something that I am ridiculously excited for, because one of my favorite <laughs> arcade games of all time is Mario Kart. I don't know if you know, but there's Mario Kart Arcade GP, Mario Kart GP, which uh, was done usually by um, uh, Bandai Namco uh, and I think it was last year, or the beginning of this year, perhaps it was, they announced that they were going to do Mario Kart Arcade GP VR experience, which <laughs> brings you into an immersive Mario Kart game with the HTC Vive with actual like you're in a cart and the Vive controllers in your left and right hand, you have to like lift it and throw things. The graphics are absolutely stunning on it. Uh, too. And uh, they have launched this already in Japan and the UK and have had huge success. And now is the time, Michael, we in America get to play it. They are bringing it here first to Washington, D.C. So basically really close to you. <laughs> yeah, I'll make a road trip to go play. <laughs> I, but I think it. I think it's going to be kind of on the road, right? Like it's going to be there for they six, said months, six, six months, six months. weeks, six, six, six months. months. And then it goes on the road. I don't know if that means it just goes like back to the UK <laughs> or if it's just going to start being like a road trip around the US. That would be really cool. Hitting like yeah. New York City at the Nintendo store, things like that. Ideally, they would do that and bring it to other ones. Um, mm -hmm. And it's going to be in Union Stations for six months, which means you have a lot of time to go down there and play it with your friends. Um, so hopefully you can go and do that and give us a hands on report, take some vids. Uh, that'd be sweet. Uh, if I would be awesome. Yeah, it seems so flipping cool. Um, I don't know. The the graphics, the trailer is just bananas, but yeah, definitely give it a look season. If you're in the Washington, D.C. area, um, be on the lookout because this thing's coming to you and it's really, really cool. Yeah, I think the next step for them to do this would be actual golf like carts where you're wearing the mask and it somehow has sensors on the front. So you're driving it in real life. Then that would just be in a whole nother world. But I I'm super excited to see this. I think this would be awesome. It may be worth, you know, making a trip just to get down there and play. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you have to go towards like five or six months in because I'm sure the line will be out the door nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to the best sellers for this week. We've got some shaking up that's happened. Thanks to a lot of sales. Uh, the top 10, as always, in number one, we have Undertale. We have number two, pre-purchase, Super Mario Party. I I don't. I'm, I was worried about this game. Apparently, it's going to do real well. It seems like it's doing pretty good. Uh, then we have Capcom Beat-Em-Up Bundle. Then the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. It's 50% off right now, which is causing it to skyrocket on our top 10. It is at $20 at the moment. Then the way remastered, 80% off right now for $3, followed by Hollow. This is 90% off 
It's at $2. But I will say, buyer beware, because I was very interested in this game a while back, and I've read nothing but either very bad reviews of it or extremely mixed like somebody will love it and then 10 people hate it so i i'm leaning towards that it's not that great which is very disappointing because it looks very much like um or dead space and some of these other kind of very atmosphere heavy like spooky kind of games it looks really interesting but i'm just reading real bad reviews on it so right now 90 percent off two bucks may be totally worth it just just know that going in then we have minecraft followed by dragon ball fighter z hollow knight and overcooked 2 then for the rest of the top 30 all the new debuts this week. We have Sonic the Hedgehog, Sega Ages in 13th place, Risk of Rain in 14th, Ultimate Chicken Horse in 16th, Valkyria Chronicles 4 in 19th, FIFA 19 in 25th, and Towerfall coming in at the 30th mark. Yeah, lots of new game debuts. That's really cool. I mean, I like that Ultimate Chicken Horse made the top list. Uh, Very good stuff there. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I will say, you know, I own the Binding of Isaac, Afterbirth Plus. I own the physical copy. Uh, and I would say this game is it's phenomenal. 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 It's phenomenal. I like it's, phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And, it, you know, it is phenomenal, phenomenal and comical at the same time. <laughs> uh, it's both. I like it both. more just saying, you know, phenomenal. <laughs> Nintendo Dispatch <laughs> says five stars, phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Uh, the Binding of Isaac is... It's a great game. Uh, it's from Edward McMillan, which is from Team Me, and they do Super Meat Boy and a bunch of other things. And uh, it's very good. Um, it's procedurally generated. You know, there's a lot of Twitch streams that go on about it. Um, dark, it's kind of a dark game. A lot of Edward's games are dark. I'll talk about one that I bought that was also on sale, though it didn't uh, crack the top 10, but also very good so far. Uh, we'll get into. But if you need more games, Michael, there are more games coming out this week that you so yourself can buy so many more all the games but i will say there was a game that sneaked out last week that uh tencent didn't want to tell us that they were releasing even though you know that we were so excited for it because it was arena of valor and we were in the beta and it was rad i think they i think they got worried about the rumors of um smite or whatever we were talking about last week and then they were like oh yeah no 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 it's ready it's out it's out yep Oh, that's totally what happened. I think that <laughs> if we, I bet we see Smite before the end of the year because some some little birdie over somewhere came into Tencent so. and was like, hey, hey, bro, you need to go you ahead and release this game. Yeah, yeah, now, I agree. We that's out. You can get it. I downloaded it. it's a free uh, was it? I guess it's a, a MOBA. Is that correct? MOBA multiplayer online battle arena these are um if you if you know heroes of the storm league of legends smite dota uh arena of valor very similar uh free to play uh you know got all the boxes all the loot thingies all that jazz um all the addictiveness of coming back and getting your daily achievements but mm-hmm. i really enjoyed it uh, i haven't played a moba in a long time so um yeah go, go, go download that just go get it Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but in the retail releases, there are three. First off, October <laughs> there three, two, it's debatable. There's two or three. Well, I'll get into it. The first off is Mega Man 11. The demo is out. We talked about it 30 bucks, physical and retail. You can grab that. 
October 5th, Super Mario Party. That'll be available digital download and a boxed version that you can get. Uh, of course, you can only play it in certain modes, so be on the lookout for that. I'm going to wait for some reviews. Uh, I am excited about it. Uh, still. I'm excited about it until all this stuff started coming out, but um, I, I do think it looks really good. I've seen a couple of play, people playing it early, and it does look really good. It's like a renaissance of Mario Party, and that's what it, it excites me. Now, this next one we talked about last week, which is This is the Police 2. And for some people, it's out because it came out digitally apparently you can get it on amazon but you can't get it on best buy or on gamestop so your miles may vary why mmv if you will uh of where you can get this i still have not gotten it i pre-ordered it i wanted to have it i wanted to talk about this week but i don't have it so hopefully next week i will have it um in my hands and i'll be playing it so so we shall see where did you where did you order it from pre-order from I got it from Best Buy because I still have my Gamers Club Unlimited, which gave me 20% Mm -hmm. off. And I had a 10% or $10 off coupon um, because I got a bunch of points, you know, because you accumulate Mm -hmm. the the rewards points. So I ended up getting it for $15 instead of $30. So worth a week, worth a week to wait. Yeah, that's not too bad. Um, It's interesting that they have that issue, though. I wonder wonder if we're going to hear more on that and why that is. Yeah, I don't know. So go moving on to the digital downloads this week. As usual, we have quite a few to get through. So I'm going to just run through those and then we'll double back and call out any of the ones that are really standing out to us. So October 2nd, we have Valtherian Arc Hero School Story for $15. And it's kind of funny because this looks a lot like Dragalia Lost, <laughs> only on the Switch and... So it's kind of funny. October 4th, we have Animated Jigsaws, Japanese Women Edition for $10. Looks super creepy. Super creepy. Frutakia 2 for $4. Terrible name. Hot Gimmick Cosplay Zhong for $20. So weird. Jedomiro, Hero of the Universe for $13. Our good friend Johnny Turbo is back with Johnny Turbo's Arcade Heavy Burger for $20. I'm in. I want those yeah, heavy burgers. Yeah. I don't want, Any, I don't want anything I don't, Johnny Turbo. I don't want a medium burger. I want a heavy burger. You know I love Data East. I love Data East games. You know I'm all about them. Then we have Kimono Friend Pick Cross for $10. And then Ascension for $10. Or is it Ascension? Oh, ow, Ascension. Ooh, wow, wow, wow. Is that, is that a noun? I don't even know if you pronounce the O's in front of that, but Ascension for $10. Then Party Crashers for $15. Revenant Dogma for $13. Six Sides of the World for $8. Soul Blight for $15. Splash Blast Panic for $15. The Midnight Sanctuary for $10. Trouser Heart. For eight, oh, that was gonna be my nickname today. <laughs> and then vertical drop heroes HD for ten dollar. Ugh, everything disappoints me, Michael. I was so excited because they finally listened to you, and like almost every single game can't comes out on the same day. And I'm like, I know what is going on, and it's all <laughs> terrible. And I swear, top thirty, I guarantee you that animated jigsaws Japanese women will be there, even though it's a super creepy, weird game and people want their jigsaws and uh, that probably is not why they're buying them. But I don't, it's super weird. Why, Michael? Why? 
I don't know. Well, it also makes me think like animated jigsaws, Japanese women edition. I'm curious as to how many editions of this they have, you know, because by, by the title of it, it makes me assume there's others, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty questionable game. I mean, people love puzzles. I love puzzles, but this one seems, uh, odd. But uh, yeah, there's nothing here that I am interested in. That's actually kind of nice. I'm happy about that. My wallet can breathe for a week. But uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot this week that is is grabbing me other than our interest in Super Mario Party. Yeah, I will come out and say that uh, Party Crashers, I got to see and play a little bit at PAX. This is from the makers of Party Golf, the golf game where you don't really play golf at all. <laughs> uh, and um, it's kind of just kind of first one to get the ball in the hole wins. But just like randomly, just everyone's shooting at the same time. So Party oh, Crasher okay. is to the it's a it's a couch co-op party type of game where it's gotcha. not serious or anything. And uh, Party Crashers is kind of Tron esque in a way. You're in these light cars. Is, yeah. Yeah. And very Tron looking. It's like Tron slash um uh, like that derby like what's the thing where you smash cars into each other like um i don't know something derby derby something where you smash vehicles into things uh, words aren't coming to me right now uh but what's what's cool here is that um that ever all the tracks are procedurally generated um it's 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 essentially like the a battle royale uh of cars crashing into each other so it's supposed to be just kind of fun off the walls, eight to one to eight players. And the big thing that they like about this is there's ridiculous amounts of modes and customization. Like everything is customizable. So you can really kind of go to town with it. So if you liked uh golf party, then you'll probably like or party golf, then you'll like party crashers. Um it looked really, really cool. Then um so you have fifteen dollars if you're looking for a couch co-op, which is like probably pretty solid. Um, I would give you that cool mm. so that was is that your any that your pick is that the thing that you're thinking may break the top 30 this week uh no because animated jigsaws japanese women will it's definitely gonna do it yeah it's gonna do it you know what that means we are at everybody's favorite part of the show what you playing what you been playing well <laughs> michael i want to first start off with a game that only i've been playing because that's fun. okay so i that is fun. That is fun. That is fun. I um, there's a lot of great sales going on in the eShop all the time, and I have way too many games that I should not be buying anything else. But I was on the eShop, Michael, in the section, and I saw my good friend Edward McMillan and his game. The end is nigh was on sale. Oh, and this game was on sale. I believe it was like 60 percent off, maybe something like that It was on sale for five dollars uh and this game is a side scroller it's kind of i i don't want to say it's like meat boy in a way because Mm -hmm. meat boy is really crazy and things like that but it's this set you're this blob character in this post-apocalyptic a post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic post you know things happen in the world okay uh michael and you play this small little blob and it has this really cool like hues of purple colors and 
it's a platforming adventure where you're going off and there's all of these different, I guess, obstacles that are in your way. So sometimes the buildings are falling. Sometimes there's like spikes um, to get to the end of it. And there's over 600 different levels that form up 12 different chapters. And it's funny, like the game off the bat is just ridiculous over the top, like any of those other games out there, like a meat boy, uh, like the binding of Isaac. So this game has been out on a lot of different platforms before. And I know Edward McMillan, um, has that dark humor to it too. So it's a very dark humor type of game. Uh, I, I couldn't rec- recommend it enough. I played it for just a few hours, um, from getting it and, and, and I'm, I'm all about it, it has great reviews on all the platforms. So if you're looking for a kind of a really cool side scroller platforming action adventure. I give it a thumbs up. Nintendo Dispatch approved 18 out of five. Nice. That is a that is a very approved game. Yeah. Now, do we should we talk about some of the games that we both have played, which is this is the first time in a while. I think we've both played almost all of the games together this week. Yeah. Which one do you want to talk uh, about first? Do we want I want to start with your thoughts on Dark Souls Remastered. We so, finally got to play the demo. Yes, right after the podcast where we said that we were going to play it, we stayed talking and we played it and we both booted it up and played for about two minutes and then uninstalled the game. Yeah, unfortunately. Sorry, everybody. It is just not what I want to be playing. I, I, I just don't enjoy it. I don't know what what else to say about it like based on that demo it's just not the kind of uh just not the kind of world i want to be in it's very sort of sky rimmy it feels I, the way i would explain it is it feels like a heavy game like everything's just kind of heavy oh just like the weight of it sort of dark it feels kind of heavy and, that, and that's not that it's that bothers me in any way but for some reason i'm just not in that mindset and when i started playing it after even just minutes, I was like, yeah, I, I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in swinging a sword. I'm not interested in this clunky looking body. Like I just, it did not do it for me. I didn't get, I, I've never played now that this said, I've never gotten into these games. I never played the games in the past. I have friends that just love it to death. Like can't get mm-hmm. enough of it. It's a huge, and it, these games have amazing reviews. I, I agree. I, it's it's just too dark. I don't there it didn't really have a good introduction of what am I doing? How do I play this thing? What buttons do I press? The buttons were weird. And again, it, it's not the game that I want to be playing. Like when I play Zelda, uh, for instance, which is very open world. These are very different games. I understand people are going to get very upset, but that's a world that's inviting. I want I'm I'm interested in it. Like a game that's mm. tagline is like get ready to die, like prepare to die. Like, I don't want to die. I want to, I want to win. I don't, I don't want to do that. So I understand that's the premise of the game, but it's just not for me. Um, and we can send the hate mail to Nintendo dispatch.com. There's a contact (laughs) button. You can do that. Tell us why you love it. I would love to understand what people are so, um, all about, especially if you played it on the switch and how you would compare that to maybe other consoles. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, the next one, we'll, we'll finish with Paladins, but I would also say, let's get into Dragalia Lost. So this this mobile game, the Nintendo's newest um, mobile game, 
came out, I think, what was it, Thursday of, of last week. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some time with it. I'm, I think, I, I don't know. I don't really understand how the levels work. Like, your characters have levels, but then you also have a level, it seems like. You as a player has a level, I guess. Um, so I, I probably have a few hours in on it. I would say for me, this there's a lot of story in this game. Um, it definitely has story. What are your thoughts? What are, did you get some time in on it? What do you think? I did. I was at a conference and it requires a 1.5 gigabyte download after you install mm-hmm. the app. So I had to wait until I got home. So I had proper internet. And this game likes to download a lot of things all the time. Just always everything. be everything is to every level you play is like, do you want me to download that? Do you want to download that? Do you want to download that? Nope. And I guess, I don't know, just let me download the whole thing or let me download a bunch of it up front because I'm at home on my Wi-Fi. If I'm out playing, I'm not going to be able to do it. So I've never played one of these. I, I, I guess I don't know what the genre of this game, because this is a very popular mobile s game where you are controlling your character by holding down on the screen and going up, down, left, right, wherever you're at. And you're kind of pointing this arrow and then you can tap to have them attack. And you're not tapping on the screen to move them to attack. You move them to a position and then you attack. The cool mm-hmm. part here is that once you get your gauge up, you can turn into like a dragon and just just beat the crap out of everybody. It's phenomenal. <laughs> um, and that what I think is really cool. Um, but besides that, I agree that the story, it, there's a lot of elements. I just kind of kept clicking on buttons. I don't care. There's only to play some stuff. So hmm. um, I kind of there's just and then in the menus, there's just so many things. There's so, uh, so much happening. I'm so confused. Um, yeah. I, I they do they do an okay job with it you know in my in my opinion coming from like um just an rp or jrpg i guess in this case like they do an okay because they have a lot locked behind right like there's you're only allowed to get at a few things when you start and then they're like oh we bumped into so and so and that opens up another option or like this person can help you upgrade something so then that's how they're introducing to you there is a lot of menus there like i i do feel like sometimes i'm l- missing something you know did i get my free spin today did i get my free this mm-hmm. today uh you know what's what what am i getting what am i missing overall i like that this has so much story in a mobile game though i yeah. do think that's a totally different it's almost like a game on your phone whereas a lot of mobile games are these very watered down um you know the pokemon uh quest type mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. um so i i kind of i can see that this may have some legs i'm not one that plays mobile games for a long time i start them i'm into them for about three days and then i'm like oh all right it's the same thing over and over and over again and i do get hints of that but the story may it's it's interesting enough and there's things going on that's interesting enough that i think that could keep me going well you know where i want this game i want it on the switch i want it on my switch this is the very first thing i thought is because mm-hmm. the control I hate when you have to kind of drag things around or have a virtual, you know, con- your stick. And I go, yeah, I could see myself moving this character and hitting the X button to legitimately kill this character. And I go, I, w- oh, I totally. will. I would like this game on the switch just in horizontal mode, not vertical. I would I would play this game on my switch like I have my switch with me all the time. You know, I 
I should be able to play some things in offline mode. It seems like I don't really need a persistive internet connection except to get daily things. But in general, yeah, I I was like, oh, this seems like a really fun type of game that I could play on my Switch. Um, Even if I needed internet, I guess if that was a restriction, then that's okay. But I, the nice thing I will say, the game loads very fast. You can get into games extremely fast once the, the big first download is done. I also... Love the music. The music is phenomenal. It's probably my favorite part of the game. I just love the music. I turn it like on full blast. (laughs) Yeah, I think overall I'm going to keep playing it. I'm not done. Like Animal Crossing, I played it, picked it up, built, done. This one, I'm still into it, still like figuring things out, still leveling my guys. I want to see where it goes. Maybe next week, maybe the week after, we'll we'll kind of recap and come back to it and see where we are. Yeah. And then the last one, you you are just the paladin master. That is your game. That is what you've been playing nonstop. I have also started playing it a little bit. And briefly, I'm just going to say that I've been playing it enough to where it made me want to go back and play Overwatch again because I really wanted to have a one-to-one comparison. I wanted to see what is it about one or the other. I love that Paladins is on my Switch. I love that I can pick up, play this game. I'm really, really enjoying it. I like that there is a lot of level. There's a lot of complexity. Once you start kind of peeling back the curtain a little bit, you say, oh, there's these cards and there's this, that. The one thing I'm not enjoying or I'm confused about is the grind. This game is focused and geared to make you buy stuff, right? That's that's the problem. That is my one major issue with this is that they are free to play, but you're going to work if you do not want to play, like pay anything. And it's just kind of like, oh, I don't feel like I'm getting and I'm getting, you know, um what what is it when you're at the end and it shows you like best in class or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm getting that every game like i should be getting i should be earning something like i don't have any skins i don't have any like nothing nothing good and i've been playing it for not not a lot but a few hours where i feel like wow this is a they really really make you work whereas overwatch you, you it's the upfront cost and then you can buy those loot boxes but you can also earn those loot boxes. You know, you you play quests or you not a quest, but you play different variations of the game. You can earn those loot boxes. I would. That's the one thing I wish uh, Paladins did. I just wish they were a little bit giving you a little bit more to kind of keep enticing you because I can see myself getting burnt out if I don't pay something right off the bat where I'm kind of like, all right, I'm playing this game a ton. I want just little things, maybe a new skin for one of my characters, maybe a new character, you know, give me a hero. I'm, I still have the base heroes. I don't even know how do I get more heroes. So I'm trying to figure it out, trying to, trying to get there. So I agree with you. Uh, there, uh, when the game started, I believe it was less grindy, but now it's more grindy because for mm. some reason, and that maybe doesn't scale good to new players on the switch perhaps uh Mm -hmm. now that said i want to point out a few things i have definitely been ensuring that you telling everyone that you need to go in and you need to make sure you go to the store area get your daily Mm -hmm. rewards it's all about getting gold and you can get champions at about fifteen thousand gold that's about a day Mm -hmm. day or two's worth of work to get 15 or 30 keep buying each champion 
then you buy each champion. You can go in. You mm-hmm. can pay money, but you can just get the coins. And you get coins at the end of a game. But also the daily quests are oh so important. Now, there's three daily quests. My goal is to beat or try to get as many of them as I can. So usually, for instance, today is get 25 kills. And sometimes they do carryover, which I don't quite understand. So um, 25 kills, that's pretty easy. And you get 40,000 XP and 500 gold. Play two games as a support champion. And then the other one is 300 objective time. So what you can do mm-hmm. is you can kind of game the system. Be like, okay, well, I'm going to play a bunch of siege games because I want to get the objective time. And uh, I'm going to do support characters and basically three four games you can knock out all three of those and you will move up quick uh, okay yeah i'm level i have 13 champions 82 skins i don't have very many skins i have an additional mount and i'm level 21 but that said i do agree there's there's a grind i've been kind of bopping in and out the battle pass gives you more but there are battle pass challenges that you can do um, which are a lot harder so i've been trying to kind of follow along in the challenges it kind of guides you on the characters you need to unlock and you know every week they allow you to play different um um, uh, champions even if you don't have them unlocked they're on rotation so there's some of these things i've been playing every single day i'm pretty sure uh, heather's fed up with me playing this game but i was even in the airport (laughs) tethering nonstop to get this game going i i'm addicted i put it in my newsletter today Uh, i'm just i'm addicted to it but um, I will report back how long it goes. Cause I told you earlier that I have this issue, which is I've reached after a week and a half or two weeks, the ability to play ranked mode and mm-hmm. you queue up for a game and a normal unranked game takes a minute or two minutes. It's really fast to get into, but the ranked I've been waiting like 10 minutes to get into a mode and it's ridiculous. It's very upsetting. So I like go make a sandwich, eat dinner, which I got to go do here very soon. But, um, yeah, it's just like bananas. So, well then that's what I'll do. I'll keep, I'll keep grinding, keep playing, get some, get some more champions and, uh, and see where that takes me. I I definitely enjoy it. It's not that, like I, I hate it or anything, but I, I, I'm still of the mindset. I want to just pay for a game. And then if there's other stuff on top that I like, then I have the option to buy more stuff, yeah. but I like having more of a, a, a complete game you know what i mean and then or just trickle a little like throw a little bit more out but yeah. we'll see i'll keep yeah. grinding and see where it goes well you guys schedule some time with me because we'll get a 10 percent boost so just do that yeah for sure all right well i gotta wrap it up i'm gonna go eat some yummy yummy dinner i'm very excited about it so thanks everyone for tuning in for this nintendo dispatch you can follow us everywhere on the internet at james montemagno at ms rivette and the podcast is at dispatch podcast of course, you can go to nintendopodcast.com to rate, review, subscribe, all those things, and send us in and tell us why we are wrong about Dark Souls. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.